Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Tabletop Theater. Last time, our heroes responded to Queen Judith's summons for fear that she was in dire danger. Upon arriving at the capital, the Nightingale Watch finds that the Queen appears oblivious to the contents of the letter which called them there. Pulled aside by a visiting general from the country of Ur, Lola is warned of a coup plot to remove Queen Judith. Acting quickly, the party intends to evacuate the Queen under the cover of Lola's tea-time appointment. Will the plan go off without a hitch? Let's find out. join our heroes the next day. The time is quickly approaching. The deadline of tea time. Trosh, Drifter, and Lola make their way towards the Queen's Palace, wearing their Sunday best. I'm wearing a beautiful velvet dress with an enormous bustle. It's burgundy fabric with gold trim. And I imagine I'm kind of fussling with some of the some loose threads as we're making our way in the carriage. We're in a carriage, right? Sure. I imagine the queen would send a carriage for us. No, you okay, could just be mind. riding in a carriage, though. Your plans have been devised. You've set Robin off to stay with the merry crew of the SS Malamar awaiting your departure and hasty escape. But what is your plan? Let's review. Drifter, Josh... You will escort me into the palace as my bodyguards. I am the special guest of the Queen, and only I can relish in tea time with Her Majesty. Uh, But I expect you shall be allowed to stand watch outside of her quarters. Uh, That's quite an honor. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Certainly for you, Drifter. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I glance him up and down. Was my sarcasm thick enough? Oh, <laughs> oh it could use a little bit a little bit of thickness actually. <laughs> um I intend to after some pleasantries, of course, ask the Queen about the truth regarding the letter, the urgent letter she sent to Siegfried. She sent the Nightingale watch. Um several weeks, uh, uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, it seems like she's in great danger, and so I, I'm, I'm just sure she's telling us the truth. Once I can confirm that something is gravely wrong in the state of Chimera, um, I will tell her of this plan to uh, hide her for her own safety up north. Um, but uh, once I've confirmed that this is indeed the case, uh, I will hasten our exit out of the palace and ask her specifically if she knows any furtive routes from which we can leave the palace. And if she doesn't, we always have the kitchen. I trust my friend Sugar Ray. Yes. We have no reason to doubt Sugar Ray. He walks by the palace every morning. But do every we have morning the- <laughs> he walks by the palace. I'll communicate with you without saying any particular words out loud, but uh, you'll get the idea. Just stay put, dearies, won't you? You arrive at the palace. 
you walk up the large, ornate staircase past the large, ornate cannons that stand and flank the beginning, stand and flank the large double doors. You enter into the entrance hall of the palace. You notice something is immediately off. The doors to the throne room are open, but Queen Judith is not sitting in her chair. Instead, her son is, and he seems to be having a conversation. Well, a very one-sided conversation with Captain Illyria, who stands before him. Um. For our viewers who are without eagle eyes um, <laughs> and our players, Captain Illyria is the head of the guard. Who, she got us out of the episode. Who got us out of the... the fungal uh, jungle. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> you, you all stand in the entrance hall. To your left, where you know the garden, the living quarters, the kitchen, and the queen's room are, is now guarded by two guards who stand in front of those doors. You can even make out some of the conversation going on in the throne room, should you care to listen. But you don't. I certainly care to listen. So, um, can we? Have we been noticed yet? No, not yet. I mean, I suppose the guards are aware, but they haven't. They're not alerted to anything in particular. Not yet. They're not. Yeah, they're not particularly worried. Not charging us. So, um, this is rather concerning, dearies. Perhaps we should sit and listen a moment to what's going on. We might be too late already. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that is indeed my train <laughs> <nature> of thought. <laughs> but let's let's listen in. Sure. Why don't you all just roll a perception check? Okay. Seventeen. Nineteen. Ten. Okay. <laughs> well, you walk into the throne room and you stand sort of idly by as you listen to Prince Beckett, who is now seemed to be wearing the crown and it's been obviously calling himself King Beckett now, is addressing Captain Illyria. Is it so obvious? I think it's fairly obvious. Uh oh. You do notice with your role, though, that someone is standing next to his side. Someone you recognize, who we've already talked to before. You see Zarkov. He, I mean, he did mention that he would be helping. He that he had to follow through with this, but you do see Zarkov standing to the left of the new king. And Captain Illyria starts off by saying, "You little shit! How dare you sit where he? Excuse me." Beckett interrupts and says, I believe you're talking to the king. Ah. Unfortunately, we have no longer any use of your service, Captain Illyria. (gasps) Captain Illyria responds and says, What have you bastards done with her? We haven't done anything. She's just fallen ill, taken ill to her room. I'll be ruling in her stead for now. But your service is no longer required, Captain Illyria. Please turn over your armor and your cloak. You've had a long career of service and you are now dismissed. I'm going to try try to point discreetly in General Zarkov's direction, and I cast message. Okay. What do you say to him? Zarkov, it's Lola. What the devil is going on? General Zarkov turns as if to cough into his hand. He says, act now. In the meantime, Captain O'Leary is making a big show of her departure. She's, like, taken off her shoulder like her metal shoulder pads. She slammed them <laughs> onto the ground with a cascade and what? I don't know. What's what makes a knight? Not these shoulder, shoulder pads. pads. Uh, <laughs> not this she helmet. Takes off her, she takes off her 80s shoulder pads. <laughs> um, she she takes off, epaulets? she's peeling off pieces of her armor, just throwing it onto the ground with loud clangs. She draws her sword. She throws that onto the pile. That was her chance. That was her chance. And she uh, 
turns to leave and begins walking out of the hall, what do you do? Back. We backstep. We reverse. You, uh, you know, you're not the only one. So there's those that have been kind of watching as the court seem a little unsure about this and the court kind of dismisses at this point. Hmm. So your exit is fairly covered. Hmm. So you go to approach Captain Illyria outside. What do you want to say to her? Captain. Captain. What is it? I'm not a captain either. What? She just got stripped of her title. I guess so. I, I, I purposely say captain. Um, what do you want? We want to know what's going on. What do you think's going on? We want your help. We know. Well, at least we have a... We're here to save Judith. All right, then roll a persuasion check. Are you on a first name basis? Yeah. 17 again. Shot at my high school. She turns to you and she says how when now where is she probably in her room well what do you need from me we need a diversion we have a way in the castle but we need to do it quickly i've got you covered and we need our escape route clear i can cause a distraction you have to figure out your own way out thank you Illyria. you'll know when the distraction goes on go back inside Thank you, Captain. And I Are we going to go back inside or are we going to go to the kitchen? Um, Should I meet you somewhere afterward? Go to the port if you can. And we need, we need your help to escort Queen Judith safely to her new lodgings. Temporary lodgings. And we could, she'll trust you, most definitely, to stay by her side. All right. Here. That's actually a good idea. I think I'll give you something for that. Um, roll a persuasion check, actually, just to see if it succeeds. Okay, then you get nothing. Um, <laughs> I was going to give you something to make it easier, but uh, no, you failed that check. It's okay. okay. You can still do it. We still we got the you distractions. Got yeah. We got, got plenty of into, stuff. into the door. Um, you walk back inside of the palace. Uh, should I tell her that we're, go meet a she, dwarf and the crew of the SS Malamar? Oh, sure. Say that then. Once you've finished with your distraction immediately rushed or go immediately to the port there by the Jindruta and you will find a formidable dwarf named Robin and the crew of the SS Malmar they will make the way to <laughs> uh, to our final destination you'll know Robin because she only has one hand and she's a dwarf and she is a dwarf. Telling me the best chance you have is with a one-armed dwarf and the crew of the SS Malamar. And you, my captain. And I curtsy deep. She nods. You go back inside the palace. Excellent. You're, you're waiting around the entrance hall <laughs> until her distraction goes off. What is it? It's fairly obvious what the distraction is. It rends the air like a cannon being fired. <laughs> because a cannon was just fired. <laughs> And you hear an explosion somewhere off in the city. People inside the palace start going crazy, thinking that they're under attack. And guards go rushing out. But the two guards in front of the room stay there. The two guards in front of the uh, area of the palace that you need to get into stay at their post. What do you do? Casually, I reach for Medgar, pull out my most trusted bottle of perfume, spritz it on my neck, just two spritzes. And say, oh, gentlemen, 
Please be a dear. Pl- won't you be dears and part the entrance? Part from the entrance to the Queen's Court. We need to urgently speak with the Queen. Roll a persuasion check. You know I have a an appointment for tea. And in Chimera, oh, <laughs> no t- appointment must be missed, especially for tea. No matter, regardless of the circumstances. Ten? And I have... No. No? I thought okay. she gets advantage. Yeah, yeah they, but they have a job that uh, oh. not letting people through the door. So 13. That is insufficient, but they don't cause any alarm. Hmm. Uh, sorry, ma'am, but we can't, uh, we can't uh, let you through. Your king's orders, you know how it is. Queen Judas, uh, right sick, right sick state, and uh, it's not safe to be over there. Well, that that is no matter. I understand you guys. You guys are, are loyal to your posts. I put uh, my perfume back into Edgar. Seeing this, uh, Drifter and Josh, who are kind of lagging behind mm-hmm. uh, Lola in this scene, Drifter's going to. Uh, nudge Chosh and gesture to the one on the right and Drifter is going to move towards the one on the left. Yeah. Uh, Chosh will we'll pick up on this plan uh, <laughs> as dense as he may be and uh, move to uh, strike down the uh, the guard on the right. Sure. How are do you do- are how- they wearing helmets? Yeah, sure. That's a shame. So they're wearing full armor? Yeah. Okay. Um, you can uh, do whatever you want. No, I'm trying, I'm trying to get so, the scene so I can... So how, how, um, so how do you actually handle this? Tell me what you want to do. And uh, rather than doing an attack, we're going to do a different roll. But just tell me what you do. Drifter is going to take the butt of his revolver and use it to knock the guard in the back of the head and try to knock him out. Uh, roll a stealth check. That's a 20. That is more than sufficient. You you uh, pistol whip the man. Uh, you, the, his helmet <laughs> clangs and it basically just gives knocks him unconscious immediately. And he kind of spins as you hit him and he lands on the ground but at the same time. <laughs> Chosh, what do you do? Chosh uh, walks up to the guard on the right uh, and uh, very confidently points towards him and uses the spell command and says abandon and just keeps walk, just moves to keep walking right past him, assured that this will be successful. Yeah, that definitely works. That's a one. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, he just like, break time already. <laughs> and he just starts walking <laughs> off. <laughs> All right, magic is good. Excellent. <laughs> you you enter through the door. I'm also gonna pull the body like oh, sure. a little bit and yeah. yeah, you pull the you in, pull the body into, into the, the uh, into the gardens. Do you want to do anything to like barricade the door or anything like that? Use the the guard. Okay. I'll lay him across the door. Sure, that's <laughs> a little conspicuous, don't you think, dear? Well, from the from that side, from yeah, the yeah. other side, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Could I cast minor illusion to like make there a door? There's already a door. Are there? Already, oh, just we're, we're, oh, we're blocking the door blocking with him. his body. Yeah. Okay. So people coming from the other side okay. don't. After you pull the body through and use it to uh, keep the door lodged shut, you turn around and you look into the gardens. The gardens, as you recall, Lola, were kind of an open air gardens. It was almost like a courtyard that led to three different zones: the kitchen on your left, the queen's room right in front of you, and the living quarters to your right. However, there has been since yesterday a change to, shall we say, the scenery as there is a guard here. But unlike the other guards, this is a monstrous one. An enormous creature with three separate heads, a dragon, a ram, and a lion. A creature of huge proportions, a chimera. Well, this was uh, unexpected. <laughs> did you not? <laughs> it appears to be 
at this particular moment still asleep. What do you do? Chosh will recognize his weakness immediately, mm-hmm. being in a bulky suit of armor, and will, uh, as quietly as one can, unsheath his sword and just kind of like stand at the ready next to the Minotaur. Not sorry, that next to the uh, <laughs> near the chimera. Just standing yeah, facing near the chimera, so that if it were to wake up, he would be able to attack it before you would need it could do to anything. Move, and you will have to roll a stealth check. At okay, but that'll be easier than like sneaking past it, right? You're walking right up next to it. No, I mean, I think you're standing the doorway. You're not. You're, you're, just, like, you're, you're not. If you're, you're drawing ready, your sword, yeah. If you just want to draw your sword, that's fine. I won't make you roll for that. I wanted to be ready to attack it. You can be ready, but you can't be next to it. You have to roll a check if you want to do that. I will let you do Getting that. Getting up next to it is harder than going around it. I will not try to sneak past because I am not a stealthy guy. Uh, so, splendid job with the guards, dearie. Uh, dear, uh, dearies, it seems as though we have another challenge uh, ahead of us. Directly ahead of us. So, I think we'll just tiptoe over to the queen's chambers. Uh, I think that's a good plan. And and Josh, if you want to just hang out, oh, search yes. them, we can got we got this. We, yeah, we're good. Are you sure? Because I uh, yes, sh- yes, yes, yeah, about that. Let's just. Do I have, have to take a break. Just, Maybe the armor is very. Don't you have that book? Just, just, you love you, that one book. How about you read that for a second? Keep an the eye. Holy no, keep an eye on the chimera. Like, yes, yes, that would be. Casey does anything. Quietly. You be ready. In case I'll be ready. Anything. Okay. So how do you try to sneak past the chimera? Um, slowly. So you're just going to use your bipedal yes. body to Yes, I'm going to sneak around it on my two walk. feet. Walk. Walk in a sense. Sure. I decide to spider climb, TM, TM, TM. Um, <laughs> Roll to sneak past him. Natural 26. Natural 20 Nat is 20. Uh, perfect sneaking. Uh, Drifter, like the smooth criminal you are, you easily dodge between pillar to pillar, Pink Panther music plays in the background as you easily make it towards the door. Lola, can you roll to move there with advantage, please? That's a nat one. Roll with advantage. It's with advantage. That's 19. Okay, that's pretty good. Lola, uh, going on the walls makes it much less likely to be detected. You move slowly, but you do make it towards the end, and you arrive safely next to Drifter, next to the Queen's room. The Chimera has not woken up. So what do you do? Let's go inside. Yeah. Okay, who opens the door? I do. Uh, okay. On trying the door, you it appears locked. I'm going to try and pick the lock. Okay, that's fair. Just roll a sleight of hand check. Yep. Uh, that's a 23. That's sufficient. Drifter, using your uh, many skills of burglary, you are able to jerry-rig the ro- lock open. Um, I take it then, who opens the door then? I'll push it open, and we'll both walk in together. Okay. Um, you go first? Sure, I'll go first. Uh, Drifter, roll a charisma check real fast 14 okay well uh, yeah i mean she's she's right behind me but i understand yeah. that okay. um drifter as you open the door should have you, thought about that you don't do you say anything as you open the door um no just look around okay so drifter you open the door as it creaks open uh, a gunshot blasts inches from your face great queen judas says you won't take me willingly you bastards uh i'm gonna roll for the chimera now great yeah <laughs> I would have given advantage if Lola had gone first. We should have thought of that. Unfortunately, the Chimera does wake up. Um, And it looks up, and it sees the only person in front of it, Josh. Wow. We saved, yep. Thank you. Um, So what do you two do? It hasn't noticed you two yet. 
well, Dr- Drifter will turn to Lola and say, "Take care of the queen." We'll do. And, yes. And Drifter will will run. But thanks for getting that door for me, dear. <laughs> Anytime. And Drifter will run to the other side of the garden, across from Josh, where the Chimera is looking at. Yes. Sure. Uh, why don't you all roll for initiative? Great. Drifter, you move first. What do you do? So, can you? T- is there anything else in this garden? I mean, just plants. There's a couple lanterns. You know. Ooh. Okay, lanterns. Are they lit? There could be garden supplies. Anything that you'd reasonably find in a garden. Are yeah, they're lit. We have lit lanterns in a plant-based ecosystem. It's a little risky, but that's how you get <laughs> pretty scenery. <laughs> you know what they say? You got to risk it all, the biscuit all. That's terrible. Please, please, please cut that out. <laughs> Remind me, the three heads are ram, lion, dragon, dragon. You want to draw a card? Yes, I absolutely want to draw a card. Thank right. you. That's exactly. <laughs> Yeah. All right, Drifter, you take out the card. The card, as you look at it, is completely black. Wherever you throw this card will cast darkness. So basically, it'll make a 30-foot sphere of darkness. So that seems like a thing I could do in front of him to distract him. Or within but him. But you, you too cannot see through Yeah, it. you cannot see the, the darkness. It is about 30 feet large, so it would encompass the entire creature. But then we can't see the creature. That's true. So but it's, then he it, get oh, out so, of it, so it's, right? it's basically like 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 a fog of that's black. Yeah, basically. It's not like he's be, like just going into another place or anything. No. No. Okay. It's so just, he'd get out of the fog. Driver's gonna throw the card, uh, somewhat to his right between the door to the kitchen and the queen's door. Too. Okay. When you go through that area, you will have cover, but you will have to roll to make it through it. All right, what do you do with your other actions? So this Chimera is fully awake. Yes. Hasn't done anything yet, though. Uh, I'm really bad at animal handling, so I'm still going to try to woo Nelly. <laughs> All right, roll your animal handling check. Is this really an animal? <laughs> it's like a... It's three of them. Roll. That's a 17. Roll with disadvantage. Aw. Wow. That's a 20. Ooh. You did it. <laughs> wow. I did it. Uh, well, well, what do you do? Luckily, you, say, you say, whoa. Le- whoa, yeah. No, whoa, Nelly. Whoa, whoa, Nelly. <laughs> Drifter using your years of animal handling. Uh, <laughs> the, the creature pauses for its turn, which is right now, waiting, unsure if you are one of the guards or not, just he based is. on your strangeness of your uh, response. So he will he will waste this one turn. We'll move now to Chosh. How how similar is Chosh's armor to the to the armor of the guards? I imagine not at all. Not at all. Great. <laughs> Chosh is going to cast Divine Smite, eighteen. Yep. And then a wow, uh, and then an eleven. Uh, less good. No, the second one misses. Uh, okay. Roll for damage on the first. Fifteen total. Okay, you uh, swing your sword with divine energy. You slice into the beast, which lets out an almighty roar now that you've attacked it and uh, has alerted the guards to your presence. But it does start bleeding from the wound. Lola, what do you do? I uh, clear my throat as I shakily step in through the door that is now a gaping hole. Uh, uh, Your Majesty... It is Dolores Lockhart, daughter of Admiral Lockhart. Um, I peep, pop my head through the door. You still wish to see me, don't you? You may roll a persuasion check. That's 18. Nice. She lowers her gun and she says, 
What are you doing back here? Well, you know, I'm a good chimeran. Never miss a scheduled time for tea. Um, now, if you would kindly put down that, that handsome revolver, uh, and we can talk like ladies, uh, uh, and perhaps we shall skip out on that cup of tea, considering the circumstances, but um, may I enter? Yes, but what's going on? Okay, I I close the door shut, though there is a hole. And uh, I say, Your Majesty, please, tell me the truth. You wrote that letter. Your need to have help. I can tell. Clear as day. They've locked you up in your chamber. We need to get you out of here. Of course I did. I took you for a smart cookie. Thought you'd piece it together. Now, are we getting out of here or what? Oh, phew. Um, I'm... Very, very relieved you're quite so willing to depart, but I can understand why. Yes, um, I have brought what's left of the Nightingale Watch, and we have found you refuge up north. Good, good, let's go. Stop wasting time. She opens the door, oh. uh, sees the Chimera, and uh, she closes the door. Yes. Yes, Queen. Um... Yes, queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> yes. We're gonna go. We're gonna. We're gonna go to Drifter's turn. Drifter now seeing that uh, it's inevitable to attack this creature, this gentle giant. One might say, gentle. <laughs> maybe not. There's no evidence of violence. So if only we act. I just assume that's going to happen. Don't right away. Dick. I think it should. Round Drifter's going to draw another card. Drifter, you see on this card an illustration of an explosion. The next place you throw this card will explode. Drifter is going to throw that at the doorway that he that the, everyone came in to explode the concrete <laughs> oh! to prevent guards from coming in. Oh, sure, that's a great idea. All right, uh, roll to hit. Okay. I'm not going to explode this gentle giant. It's not a, it is a foul <laughs> beast. What a good- You have no what a, idea. What a good I boy. <laughs> What'd you get? Oh, oh, uh, 19. Drifter, the card hits the, uh, hits the stonework. It explodes. A beautiful, ornate gargoyle just falls and blocks the e- exit. It, oh, Shosh, does it fall into the guard? The, the rubble definitely falls on top of that guard. Uh, Shosh, <laughs> you barely make it out of the way of this explosion, but you have bought yourself a lot of extra time now. All right, what else do you do? Drifter is going to uh, take a shot at... The dragon's head, which seems to be the most prominent. Sure. Um, and as he takes a shot, quickly jump back into the darkness to lure the creature into a chase. Sure. That's a 11. You miss. You have a second shot, though. I do you have an extra attack. Uh, 22. That hits. Roll for damage. 14. Nice. Drifter, your uh, shot glances off of the, uh, the dragon's head's tough armor it blasts off a bit of scales and you can see a, a streak of blood where the bullet uh scraped the skin the chimera has three attacks i thought that it, it we skip a turn it did already oh okay it skipped, yeah it went <laughs> oh, out I understand. um yeah. and 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 drifter after taking the shot will step back into the darkness drifter the dragon head is going to shoot fire at you you may have advantage uh actually no you don't have advantage I'll i just say, I, I just roll i just roll to hit you uh with disadvantage uh Drifter, it shoots fire into the darkness, but it doesn't know exactly where you are. 
Uh, while it gets very toasty in there, it does not hit you. Its other heads, however, are now going to spend its turn attacking Chosh. It's not fair. The ram's head goes and tries to slam him and hit him into the wall. The ram's head uh, smashes your smashes you into the wall. What? It deals you 10 damage. I disagree. <laughs> the lion head is uh, now going to try to bite you. Okay. That's um, right. It tries to bite you, but Server Frederick's former armor is so tough. And your shield of the faith is more than adequate to protect you against the feeble teeth of the lion. As it tries to bite you, you see one of the teeth break and fall out. And it wh- the, the lion's head whimpers in pain. Lola. Oh, sorry. Uh, Chosh, what do you do? Uh, Chosh is going to uh, roar like a shark and grow his shark tail, uh, which is one of his spells. And he is going to... Uh, make a uh make a slash with his sword mm-hmm. uh which is a 18 plus 6 which i'm sure hits and roll a d8 for damage uh which was that's a d10 it is oh I it's apologize. fine it's not fine which was considerably worse roll which was six damage and he will also roll to hit with his tail which does five damage Okay, uh, you slice at the ram's head. Uh, you cut off one of its horns. Your tail whips it in the eye, um, and it goes. <laughs> Lola, what do you do with it's your poor turn? gentle giant? It's not a gentle giant. It's a monster. I do apologize, Your Majesty. I forgot to inform you of the awakened and very much uh, enraged. Chimera guarding your chambers. Queen, do you have any idea how we can thwart this beast? Um, well, I thought that you would have a plan for that. Isn't have you this not your seen rescue? This? Isn't this your monster? Haven't you seen Shrek? It'll only <laughs> I bet ad- she hasn't seen Shrek. <laughs> it will only obey the current ruler, and I assume my son has taken that. My queen, I was not aware that there would be any changes... Within a day of That's the... That's the thing about coups. You don't really expect them, isn't it? You know, I suppose you're right with all of your royal wisdom, your majesty. Now let's think about how we can escape, shall we? Do you know of any particular passageways that might be the qu- most, the swiftest exits from the palace to the port? Well, there is the one... I used to go and meet an old little friend of mine back in the day, but they've probably sealed that up in the living quarters. Well, we might as well try. Uh, sure. Do you want to take her out? Well, if we can walk quickly and quietly to the living quarters from your room, I think I can manage to distract the beast. Um, I point to it and I cast Bungle. That is a spell that will force it to mess up its next attack. Um, so it has a minus 20 penalty on its next attack roll. Okay, I did not know that was a spell. I assume it gets a save of some sort. Uh, let me, well, it's not I... going to. It doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, all right, as you open the door and cast Bungle, uh, one of the heads kind of gets dizzy and hits the other two heads. <laughs> um, so it's it will mess up its next attack. You, you are making a move with Judith towards the... Uh, are you trying to move stealthily or are you trying to run? Let's run. Let's let's run. I've decided. I think I I think I'll run. 
Okay. Uh, you two make a dash for the living quarters. Let's see what these other two do first before I see the outcome of that. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Drifter. Drifter is going to shoot out a lantern behind where the two ladies have just ran to create a fire um, growing in this garden behind them. Uh, as you, as they rush by, you blast the lantern with a shower of glass and metal. The candle falls and starts burning the uh, ground around the chimera. As those two run by, she says, Stop breaking my things! And she <laughs> takes her gun and she shoots at the chimera as you run by. <laughs> Queen Judith's pretty old. Her first shot just goes haywire. Uh, her second shot does actually hit. and shoots out another it, lantern. It actually crits, surprisingly oh. enough. <laughs> She's mad. She's oh, mad. Oh, yeah. She's real mad. When you're mad, the bullets go better. Um, <laughs> she shoots uh, She shoots the the ram's other eye, making the ram head blind. Oh. oh. Uh, That's a little sad. All right. Forever. That puts us at the monster's turn. It has a negative 20 to hit. Yeah, so it tries to swing its attack at the person who just hit it which would be the queen the queen <gasps> um but it misses with a minus 20 thanks to your roll yes. instead it hits <laughs> the passageway next to the living quarters as you're just about to cross through it hits the archway causing it to collapse blocking off the living quarters god damn it josh is just gonna kind of like circle around the chimera and get between it and the kitchen sure um and uh, attack it three times because he can. Which one? Which which head? Josh is going oh, to attack ram. every head individually. Not, not Rammy. Oh, especially Rammy. Josh is going to go right for Rammy's throat with his first sword attack. Wait, wait, wait don't do the throat. I got plans. <laughs> Josh is going to try to cut off Rammy's other ram horn with that's a sword fine. attack. Roll the hit. That is not good. You miss. Yeah. Roll again. Uh, well, that's a 12, actually. Is that good enough? No. Okay. Josh is going to roll to hit another time. This is the dragon now. This is the dragon. Josh is going to try and stab through where Drifter made a mark. Uh, that is a 16 plus 6, which is math that I can do off the top of my head. It's 22. You hit. Roll for I damage. Uh, I, don't know about, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. But uh, I'm feeling. Personally, if I were to describe how I'm feeling, I would say it's 22. And I also rolled five damage, which is not good. And uh, Chosh is then going to make a roll to slap the, what is it? Lion. Lion. Slap that lion with his tail. Chosh's tail. That was confusing. I apologize. It doesn't hit. For eagle-eyed viewers, (laughs) Chosh is a tail now. For our eagle-eyed viewers, Chosh is a shark. He's a shark boy. Shark boy. Chosh runs and jumps to hit the chimera. His first swipe at the, at the ram's head misses completely. His second follow through slices somewhat at the dragon's head again, cutting somewhat into Drifter's former wound. His tail swipe from behind as a full roundhouse misses the lion's head completely. That puts us at Lola's turn. What do you do, Lola? I uh, turn to the queen and I say, well, you know, as much as I would have liked to have seen that, that passageway of your... When you went to see your abandoned lovers, um, I'm sure there were several of them. Um, we should, let's go on to a separate plan, shall we? Plan B. Um, you know, there is one way that, you know, in any par- palace, uh, we can, we can use. Um, well, your majesty, looks like it's a change of plans. Uh, to the kitchen, shall we? She nods. Okay. Do you want to uh, cast a spell as you run or anything like that? Yes. I'm going to cast Witch's Bolt. Okay. Um, so. Do you want to cast it at a higher level? Yes. I'll cast it in a third level. Okay. That 
triples the damage. Great. Um, so I'm going to, uh, as we're running to the kitchen, I'm going to point at the chimera and shoot a bolt of, lich- a bolt of lightning at this monster. 17, so plus 27 is roll, 24. Roll 3d12s. 24. Yes. God, that's not a lot. 24. You can keep doing that each turn now. 24. Okay. Wow. A bolt of lightning shoots from your hand like an arrow, hitting not one, not two, but all three of the heads at once. Does it kind of split off? Yeah, it splits. Like an electric trident. Yeah, exactly like that. The creature is continuously electrocuted by this until you cease the spell, uh, aiding your getaway. You make a break for the kitchen. Drifter, what do you do? Uh, how close are they to the kitchen? They're, They're basically almost there. Do I want a card? You don't want a card. You know how to do it to them. Drifter, this card, as you pull it and look at it, there is no card. It's completely invisible. And you yourself turn invisible and vanish. To everyone? To everyone. Wow, this would have been Uh-oh. great like three rounds ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're completely random. You get what you get. No, totally fair. Uh, at this moment, because I'm invisible, I'm going to make a... Uh, Make try to p- p- create a opportunity for Josh to escape, sure. and and Lola and Judith, of course. So he's going to run to the other side of the room across from Josh and try to make noise. Sure, that's a fine idea. Uh, I'll roll to see if it follows you, or like make make, make a gunshot. Yeah, I got you. Uh, yeah, you shoot your gun in the air. Uh, its head's turned to you, looking, but it can't see you. Uh, Josh, you may leave now if you so desire without any penalty. I will actually attack Drifter, but in the meantime, hold on. Only one hits you. Not my Rammy. Uh, it's actually just the Ram head. Oh, uh, you can't, you can't, you can't, can't see. Even see. Drifter. <laughs> it makes it easier. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's not affected. Uh, Drifter, despite the Ram head being blinded, first, a jet of fire uh, goes right over your head as you duck just in time. The lion bites randomly in the air. The ram, which is already blind, just madly bucks and unfortunately is lucky enough to hit you. Uh, you are knocked into a wall, but you're still invisible. You take seven damage. Josh, what do you do? Josh will take the free out and uh, yell and sort of point his sword at the, chim- the chimera, uh, despite its attention not being focused on him, and say, you and I will settle this and then run to aid <laughs> terrible oh yeah and then run to aid uh lola and queen judith escape lola queen judith and shosh run through the orb of blackness into the kitchen you all look wildly around until you find what you're looking for the secret passage that drifter's friend had mentioned before sugar ray sugar ray it's not so much a secret passage as it is a garbage shoot um i open the gar- garbage shoot i gracefully open the garbage shoot and gesture to the queen. Your majesty, after you. Uh, no, I think <laughs> I think the strapping young lad will go first. And she actually physically starts <laughs> pushing Chosh towards the, uh, towards the pit. And then I help her you, start pushing. You probably are having nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. this is an insane trigger for you. So two very strong... <laughs> Chosh, gloved hands are pushing your own. Josh down a shaft. <laughs> a dark shaft. Yeah, Chosh, despite um, his normal sense of duty, will do everything in his power to not be pushed down this shaft. Roll will, yeah, roll a strength check opposing. Can I get advantage? Yes. Because I'm not happy. That's a 19 it's plus a lot. 3. At, at a 14. Queen, uh, Queen Judith got a 16. 
that is not enough. You you kind of as just as you're about to be pushed in, you put your arms out and kind of like hold, and they're kind of like kicking you, you know, to get you in. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> you know my peacock umbrella. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna get it out from Edgar, and I'm just gonna without the knife. Well, I I don't think anybody knows about that, but I have. Now we do. I withdraw my umbrella along emerald green parasol and from edgar and i stand back and just jab josh square in the back Uh, (laughs) center of his back you do that you this is just enough to push josh over the uh over the edge it goes between (laughs) a chink in his armor he yelps in pain and he goes (laughs) jumping straight down the shaft queen judith says well tally ho she uh, actually takes the umbrella you have opens it (laughs) And jumps down after Chosh. <laughs> I assume you follow. Yes. <laughs> Drifter, you're the last one there. You're invisible. What do you do? Drifter is just going to silently um, walk towards, you know, uh, slink towards the exit to the kitchen. As you make it to the kitchen, you will actually have to walk through the darkness orb. And it will have a disadvantage on its roll to see you. And you just barely succeed. At the same time, you hear the pile of rubble near the main entrance start to part as guards start to try to make their way into the garden. But you're already jumping down the garbage chute. Join us again for the next exciting episode of Tabletop Theater. Episode 18, The Third Trial.